0: Welcome to the Performance Plastics Podcast, hosted by IAPD, the only podcast dedicated to providing you information and insights into the world of engineering-grade plastics and how they benefit society by improving the quality of everyday life.
1: Now here's your host, Courtney Carr. We welcome back Jason Vagnosi, the Commercial Director of 3D Printing Nebraska, as a guest in the second part of our 3D Printing series. On a previous episode, he shared with us how 3D printing's role is evolving in the plastics industry. On this episode, he's going to take a deeper dive into materials used in 3D printing. Welcome back, Jason. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thanks, Courtney. It's great to be back.
1: Jason, on the last episode, you touched briefly on the materials that can be used when we discussed the different types of 3D printing. Can you give us a brief overview of what our listeners might assume are the common materials before we discuss some of the emerging materials?
0: Sure, Courtney. Yeah, I think last time we talked a lot about the traditional materials um, that are being used when you think of 3D printing. Um, And they're they're PLA, ABS, and nylons, and that's sort of how the 3D uh, printing market grew up. It was around products that uh, the market knew how to use, and uh, they did a great job with them. Um, Today, polymers, uh, remain the leading 3D printing segment in terms of market share. And they equate for about 80% of global revenues for 3D printed materials. So um, I think we've done a great job with what's been available in the market. Um, and it's gonna be really interesting to see where the market goes next.
1: Thanks for the recap. What are some of the emerging materials you're seeing in the marketplace?
0: Yeah, so so when we talk about, you know, what's the next generation, what's the next wave for 3D printing? Um, I kind of think about them in three mega trends that we're seeing, right? The first is around reinforced fiber composite materials. Um, and so, what we're talking about there is using materials like carbon fiber, glass fiber, or natural fiber, um, and incorporating them into traditional materials such as PLA, um, polypropylene, nylons to reinforce them. And this gives them additional strength um, for for high performance applications. The next area where we've been seeing a lot of development is in experimentation with new materials that we traditionally don't think of with 3D printing. Um, and we spoke about that last time with Braskin's polypropylene, um, how that's that was a new evolution. And uh, we're seeing even further evolution of that with, with other materials. And maybe the final megatrend that we're sort of keeping an eye on and watching is advances in soft flexible materials. Um, We see that this is a new frontier as well and a lot of strides are being made there.
1: Let's circle back and continue the conversation about the high performance materials with their strength. How are these materials specifically creating new opportunities in the marketplace?
0: Yeah, this this trend of high performance thermoplastics is something that Braskem in particular is really excited about. You know, we're spending a lot of time and innovation on this area to break into new segments, right? Uh, A perfect example of that is, you know, we recently launched a carbon fiber reinforced polypropylene filament. Um, You know, the first episode, we talked about the advances we made in polypropylene. Now we've incorporated a carbon fiber fiber into it, and we're seeing six times the strength of our normal PP. And as well as 30% weight reduction with no impact on performance of the final printed material, right? So that's, it's just amazing what what you can do and um, the opportunities it's opening up in segments like automotive, drone fabrication, and aerospace applications. It's pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, those are some of our top 26 markets. So it's nice to see advancements there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I think this is what it's going to take to really open people's eyes to the capabilities of 3D printing. These innovations in materials um, are really going to be exciting
1: over the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. So the third mega trend that you mentioned was soft and flexible materials. What do those opportunities look like? Right.
0: So so going the complete opposite direction from uh, performance and strength, we go to the direction of soft and flexible. And they're receiving a lot of attention and a lot of innovations going into it. And I think we're seeing two two areas being targeted in particular that are making lots of stride. The first is in um, traditional rubber applications. Um, We're seeing TPUs and flexible materials target uh, items like hoses, gaskets, and seals, where we can potentially 3D print really complex geometries that... Um, will create a better and stronger seal than traditional rubbers. So I think that's a really exciting development. The second area that I think really is helping to showcase the capabilities of 3D printing are in flexible materials used for orthopedic applications, such as shoe insoles. Um, I mean, you, you can think about if you're able to scan an individual's foot and 3D print a custom insole for them, right on the spot, you can imagine that the fit and performance is going to be so much better than some of the traditional methods that we use today. So I think that's really exciting um, development that we're seeing take place right now as well.
1: (laughs) Sounds like we're going to give Dr. Scholz a run for their money.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I think it's going to force them to rethink how they approach the market. So
1: (laughs) I can also see that being a pretty good application for athletes. And maybe the Nikes and Adidas is starting to use this to, to custom shoes for some of the professional athletes.
0: Absolutely. I, I mean, some of the innovations really being driven from these brand owners um, to bring this innovation to the marketplace. And I think you're absolutely right. The Adidas is the Nikes, the Reeboks, um, they're looking into the software. They're putting time, energy, and they're asking all the right questions and they're pushing the marketplace forward. So I think that's, that's great to see those companies adopting it.
1: So that wraps up our discussion on 3D materials. Jason, can you give our listeners a taste of what our third and final episode in this series will discuss?
0: Absolutely. Um, I think we're going to continue to build on how 3D continues to innovate in our space. And we're going to take a look at 3D printing from the print manufacturer's perspective. We're going to look at some of the new printer technology that's being developed that will help accelerate the use and adoption of 3D printing. And then Uh, complimentary to that, we're going to take a look at some of the new design software that's out there that's helping people come up with new complex geometries that will really take advantage of some of the innovation that 3D printing allows us. Um, So I think that'll be really exciting and interesting for the listeners as well.
1: Sounds good. I'm looking forward to diving into the tech side. So make sure to tune in next time as we wrap up our series on 3D printing. Thank you, Jason. Thanks, Courtney. This podcast was brought to you by the International
0: Association of Plastics Distribution. For more information on IAPD, please visit our website at
1: www.iapd.org.